everyone, and welcome to the Fresh Podcast Market. I'm Panda, and I'm here with my friend Teresa. How you doing, Teresa? And, as the white people say, just living the dream. How are you today? Well, I'm very sad because I am at home and not at your house like I was a couple of weeks ago. Mm. We had a very fun time. We did not record an episode, we even were though supposed we said to. we would. <laughs> I brought my microphones and everything, and then it ended just not happening. It was a really whirlwind weekend. We had like six people in our con group. Yeah, and I thought we would have more time to do stuff like personally within the house, but once again, I overestimated all of our abilities, so it was in theory. I mean, we took a few photos together, so that's all that matters. Yeah, and we had a fun time at the con. We did, we did, even though we didn't get to spend much time together. But also that con was like hell con for me. So uh, it's fine. We'll eventually do take two. And anyway, Panda said that I should come visit her so I could eat all of the fucking seafood in the world. We do have seafood because we are very close to water where seafood is caught. Hell yeah. I mean, I I love your seafood too. Sorry, I'm like picking my nose with a tissue. (laughs) I love seafood, and my mom's husband does not love seafood. He likes white fried flounder, and that's about it. I had some of that white fried flounder. It was all right. It's good. It's good. Don't get me wrong. It's good. But, like, when that's the only fish besides, like, fucking shrimp your mom's husband will eat, you kind of, like, go, okay, can I get a clam up in this bitch? Have you ever had catfish? Um, I feel like I did when I was really, really young. Buddy, we got catfish. I was gonna say, I don't remember actively eating it, though. I've also never had, like, a lobster roll before, either. Ooh, lobster's good. Yeah, I so I had lobster once. Guys, welcome to our uh, seafood podcast. I had lobster once, and it was overcooked, so it tasted really, really rubbery. And that was like... No! Yeah, so that was when I was, like, five, and, you know, once you're five things like so dramatically offend you in your taste bud range you know so it's like i can never eat you're channeling your mom in a moment where like something scorns you once and never again by the way she's like cool with that liquor store again now apparently (laughs) so i had a bite of this lobster i was like this is this tastes yucky (laughs) and i never had lobster again and then like i think La last summer, I'm gonna say. My mom's like, here, Teresa, do you like lobster? And I was like, do I? I don't know anymore. Because the last time I had it, I was five years old and it was overcooked. And she's like, I recall that for some reason. Here, try this. Because I, I really like crab and it was okay. I didn't think it's I don't think it's as good as crab, but I also really love crab and I'll like eat any kind too. Like I'll shove imitation crab. Into my fat gob, I will shove. I like, love imitation crab. It's good. I'm not too good for imitation crab. It's good. I like I like imitation crab because there's also um, a Paris baguette by me, and sometimes they have crab croquettes, and they have to use. Oh, oh it's so good. I and love they, croquettes. Yay, me too. I love. Oh shit! I really. My grandmother makes really good rice croquettes. You met Jima. That was something I you did. did. So yeah, guys, this episode is our recap episode of what Panda and I did this weekend together. Sorry, but them's the breaks. We went to bookstores. We did. Um, so Panda and Jimmy and I went to New York the Thursday before Anime NYC. And I was like, well, guys, 
I only go to weave stores in Manhattan. And Penn and Jimmy were like, cool, works for us. It was fun. <laughs> yeah. So I took them to Kino Kani and I took them to Book Off and we went to the Nintendo store and we stopped into the Disney store. We went to the real Akuma shop because there was a pop-up in Times Square because we went to go take photos in Times Square so Jimmy could send some type of photo to Jimmy's mom to show that we all went and did something slightly touristy. And I made them get pizza, which unfortunately that pizza wasn't as good as it could have been. But it was still pretty good. It was good it was good to you guys. But I mean we also were very hungry. So we were hungry boys. Yeah, I bought, like, what did I do? Me, personally. I bought SMT Devils Summoner 2 for 30 bucks, which is like 20 bucks cheaper than you can get online. So that was pretty fucking cool. And then we came home to a really big ass thing of baked CD. And you got snowed on. We got snowed on. Yes, we did. Real fucking snow. And you guys took a subway, too. I made you guys take a subway. And a train. Yeah, and and a train. You guys took a lot of trains, and you guys witnessed me have a breakdown in the middle of Penn Station. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it be sometimes. Sometimes that's how it be. And you guys met my cat and my two dogs, the local celebrities of Fresh Podcast Market lore, Peaches and Reggie (laughs) and Alabaster. And at the con, you went to the Sailor Moon panel, right? I did. It was a lot of fun. Yay. They had both uh, Japanese and American tuxedo mask. <laughs> Tuxedo's mask. <laughs> Tuxedo's mask. You got both of them. And we met friend of the show, Abby, which was really fun. Yeah, Abby's great. I got I to hang out with her at the Sailor Moon panel, and we cried when they announced Sailor Stars. Even though we knew they were going to announce Sailor Stars, we cried anyway. That's how it be. Abby's really cute. I love her. I, I, I also met Abby. And you met all of my friends. Teresa knows everybody. You can't throw a rock and not hit a person that Teresa knows at an anime convention. (laughs) Within the first 15 minutes of Friday, while being there, I bumped into six people I knew. Oh, God. I really do know too many people. That's That's the issue. I'm too friendly. You were making friends while we were out shopping at the bookstore. Yeah, those people were cool, but like I also didn't see them at all at Anime NYC, so they're fake. <laughs> it just what ends up happening is that I hear people say things and I know things, and I'm just like, mm, you're wrong, and I just can't stop talking. It's really bad. I can't think of anything else to report. How was your Thanksgiving? It was good. Everybody liked my pie. That's all that matters. I accidentally ate too much and then drank too much, so I was afraid to lay down or else I felt nauseous. Um, It's okay. I eventually felt better when I got home. I had a good Thanksgiving, I I guess, as Thanksgivings go. My uncle came from Chicago, so uh, I got to experience him. And he hung out at our house that Friday and he legitimately told us that the moon is hollow and that it's a colony. My uncle Deadass believes that the moon is hollow. Okay. Yeah. And then he asked me if I've watched anime before. Like he knew he he knows, but like he asked me if I watched Tokyo Ghoul. And <laughs> I was like, Tokyo Ghoul is haunting you. It really is. Big time. Oh god. I don't know. 
if I told you about the most recent Tokyo ghoul haunting. I'll have to tell you about it off off live, I guess. That's an off mic conversation. Yeah, that's an off mic conversation. Oh, how was your Thanksgiving? I guess is something I should ask. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was fine. It was kind of small. It was mostly just like me and my mom and my sister and like some friends of the family. And Jimmy ended up joining us for Thanksgiving because reasons. We could talk about that later. But it was kind of small, but it was good. We had sides that I could eat and everyone said that my sister's turkey was good. Yeah. Which was good because that was the first time she had made turkey. Oh, that's really So she exciting. was very proud of herself. Oh, yay. Congratulations to her. Did you, I know you admitted that you accidentally deleted your podcast idea list. Were you able to recover that? No, I was going to also segue into that. One of the reasons that I'm glad we've stalled for the first third of this episode is because I did accidentally delete my list of podcast ideas that I had previously. There weren't very many on there, to be frank, but I did lose them and had to come up with a new podcast idea. I have two new ideas. Nice. Kind was of. it like one on your phone by any chance? What it was is it was a draft text message that I oh, had just saved in my no. inbox. And then like something happened and it accidentally got deleted and so that was why it was gone now oh no so there's no way to recover i was gonna say because like i have notes in my like i obviously like we have different phones but uh i have an iphone and like on the notes section after you delete it they're like kind of stay in like a soft space before it's 100 it would probably be better if i kept it in like an actual notes file but i didn't know anything about my notes app until very recently so i had just been storing it in an asinine way and it bit me in the butt i'm sorry but did my cousin make an instagram for her baby (laughs) oh no guys pause i need to find out here at the Fresh Podcast Market, we are a real podcast about Teresa's cousin making an Instagram for her baby. Oh, no. I need to know this now. Oh, I'm, I'm afraid to type. Oh, she did. Oh, she did. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, this is bad. Why? I guess when you're stay at home, all you do is take photos of your baby. It's okay. She's cute, I guess. All right, let's talk podcasts. I have an idea. Yes. For a podcast. Yeah. You've never seen Riverdale, right? Or no. did you say that you'd watched any of it? I watched okay. like the first three episodes. I was like, this is enough. Well, it, it's good. You're free. But okay, so one of my favorite podcasts is called Kingdom Smarts, and it's where somebody who loves Kingdom Hearts explains the plot. Of Kingdom Hearts to somebody who's never played any of the games. So me dealing with all of my friends. And I want a podcast where I have to explain episode by episode the plot of Riverdale to you or someone else. Hypothetically. And the reason I got this idea is because when I lost, when I tragically realized I had lost my list of episodes it's while i was watching riverdale yesterday 
And I could say anything that happened in any of the most recent episodes. And I don't think that you would believe me that this is a real show. Tell me something. Um, So this season has been horror movie pastiche. And there's like seven shows like that right now. Yeah, but it's just this season of a show that has not been horror movie Why? at all. Why? I don't know. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so there's a game in the series now in this season called Griffins and Gargoyles. And it's a dungeon. It is a Dungeons and Dragons ripoff. And it's have you ever seen or heard of the movie uh, Mazes and Monsters? No. Okay, it was a Tom Hanks, it was a really old Tom Hanks movie about like how Dungeons and Dragons was gonna like make your children kill themselves because it's dangerous or whatever. (laughs) Do you remember that there was a, there was a period of time where people thought that Dungeons and Dragons was gonna make kids like do crazy shit and there was a lot of fear mongering? Which is now transferred over to video games. Yeah, vaguely. That's what this season of Riverdale is. It's Dungeons and Dragons is evil and is going to make your children drink cyanide and kill themselves. But also we're going to keep referencing random horror movies that we know you've seen. Like randomly in the last episode, you see, have you ever seen the first scream movie? Yes, I have. I actually recently just watched it like last month. Okay, well, you know how in the beginning there's, like, the popcorn scene? Yeah. Okay, there was, like, randomly, like, a character was cooking popcorn that way while they were be like, and then something started terrorizing them in their house during the last episode. <laughs> it's just, like... Oh, man, it's so egregious and it's so stupid, and I don't know why I continue to watch it every what week. What happened to Archie's budding musician career (laughs) Archie is in jail for murder he got set up by Veronica's dad and he has been roped into a prison fight club that's being run by the warden of the prison what oh excuse me what (laughs) hands up This is why I don't watch CW television because this is what CW always does. The only good thing to come out of CW is Gossip Girl and Gossip Girl is a national treasure. Oh, this is terrible. Oh, this is awful. Oh my God. It really is. Who let this happen? I don't know. I'm angry. <laughs> like, I am legitimately, legitimately, literally. And then it turned out that the warden that's orchestrating the fight club that Archie's in in the prison was also involved in the Griffins and Gargoyles game somehow. What? Oh my God. Oh my God. Who writes this show? Who? A bunch of former writers for Glee actually write for Riverdale, and it makes a lot of sense. Typical. Fucking typical. Fucking Glee. We went off the deep end. Oh my god. (laughs) Glee went off the deep end as well. I don't know if I've ever talked about my feelings about Glee on this this podcast. I'm like, 
I'm legitimately angry right now. I don't think I felt this much rage about a TV show in a while. Actually, no. I got really mad because I've been watching Sopranos with my mom, slowly but surely. And I watched the season five premiere with her like two days ago. And this random ass waiter just gets killed because he starts having a seizure after somebody throws a rock at him. And I was like, what the fuck? Why is it? What's the point? What's the point? But like this, I'm like angry. I'm like really angry right now. If we had a Riverdale podcast, my blood pressure would go through the roof. (laughs) Glee makes me so angry. I watched all of Glee, and that's probably why I'm watching Riverdale now. It's the same problem. And I don't you love why. garbage, Panda. You're better than this. I don't know why I love garbage, but I do. You love garbage. But the reason why I hate Glee is because I was really into Glee. This surprises me. Oh, Panda, no, it should not. <laughs> I, too, love garbage, but good garbage. <laughs> Glee's not good garbage. So after Glee premiered, obviously, first of all, you know that meme where it's like, they doubted Jesus. Shut up. Stop talking that one. And then Jesus is like, they fear Jesus's message. <laughs> that oh, because one. He said, because he spoke the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was me with Glee. <laughs> so this is when um, it was first announced. And when it was like, a trailer, not even a not even a pilot, but a trailer, like a year before Glee came out. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm here for this. I'm going to watch this. And I showed my friend the trailer. My friend's like, that sounds so stupid. Like, why would you watch that? Ha ha ha. And I was like, mark my words, it's going to be good. And so pilot rolls around. And you remember how they showed the pilot and then like two weeks later they showed the second episode? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I watched the pilot and as you know, it was a smash success. So I was like, hmm. Who told you? Me. And my friend was like, oh my God, have you watched Glee? He's like, yeah, I did. Because I was the one who told you about it in the first place. She's like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's like, do you not recall making fun of it? (laughs) I was so seriously angry. Oh, you salty bitch. Oh, I was, listen, you know me. I get salty over the dumbest shit on earth. And I was like, do you not recall who told you about Glee? And so, and then like iTunes had it available for free to download. So I was like on my little like tiny ass iPod nano third generation that like was able to show video. And I was like watching the Glee pilot whenever I had like free time. And she, like I watched that pilot like three or four times and I was passionate about fucking Glee. I actually own season, like that first half of season one on DVD. I owned the first two like, Glee soundtrack volumes. Yeah, so I was really into Glee there. And that first half season was a fucking chef kiss because those were clearly the episodes that were written before it got like approved to write more episodes. And I really liked Glee because it worked similarly to how a musical works. And it worked in a way where the songs, even though they were top 40 songs, even though they were hits, told continued to tell the story. Yeah. You know? Bust your one window oh, bust your wandos. Bust Your Windows was sung because Mercedes was upset. Isn't her name Mercedes? Is that what yeah. it was? Yeah. Mercedes was, was upset because she thought Kurt had a thing for her. You know what I mean? So, like, there were reasons. There were there were legitimately... They were kind of ridiculous reasons most they of the were. time. But there were reasons. But most musicals have ridiculous reasons, you know? So it worked. It worked in the theme. It worked with the overdramatics of high schoolers. I mean, I... 
uh, was in a production of 13, which is about a Jewish kid moving to Indiana after his parents divorce, after living in the city his whole entire life. And then not knowing what the fuck to do as a 13 year old Jewish kid now living in Indiana suddenly. And all the songs are really dramatic because it's a bunch of middle schoolers, you know? With Glee, it's a similar idea, you know? It's a lot of, like, holy shit, what am I doing? Like, don't stop believing, literally, was because they were trying to keep Glee Club afloat. It wasn't just because it was a fucking journey smash hit. It was because they were, it was a song that literally was supposed to be, like, the rallying cry for them to grow as a group, you know? And then once sectionals happened, I'm gonna say. Yeah was um when it began and so i think they wrote up to sectionals and then after sectionals and whatever more stuff obviously started happening and it was reviewed for like the second half of the first season and then it became how many top 40 hits can we shove into an episode you know yeah yeah i don't care if you had lady gaga night i mean that was fun if you had lady gaga night and then you watched they told they use shameless or something like that. You know what I mean? Like there are ways they could have done it to continue on the spirit of the show instead of making it basically became a, a cash crop and it became so messy so fast. And I loved it so much. I barely remember the first season of Glee. It feels like a lifetime ago. It really was. It was 2009. It was the end of middle school, early high school for me. So what, you were already a sophomore at that point? Yeah. Yeah. So we were a little baby then. I just was really into it. And then to see it be diminished to the most watered down cookie cutter version of it that it could possibly be made me so upset. And I uh, was like, damn, well, guess that's over. And when it comes to television, if you scorn me like twice, I'm done. Like Game of Thrones is a fucking labor of love because I do not give a shit about Game of Thrones. But because I watch it with my mom, the two of us watch it together and we groan and we're like, why are we doing this? But there's only one more season left, baby. So we're going to keep watching it until it ends. With Glee, I was just so sad and I was really, really into Glee. And like, I had friends who loved it. And like, yeah, when it happened, like I had a roommate who was into it so I watched a few episodes with her here and there as it aired but in like so there are like a few other episodes so basically once I think I stopped even before regionals like before they did the first like I watched only the first half season I didn't even bother watching the second half of the full first season like I didn't watch them do dog days are over I didn't watch them do like all that other dumb shit but I sure as hell experienced Darren Chris sing with the warblers let me tell you <laughs> And I actually cried after Corey Monteith died. I, I watched that like tribute episode and I cried yeah. like pretty hard over that. And I was really sad that they didn't sing You're Having My Baby because that was like literally the best part, like the best song he ever sang. Like that scene was so good. I was so sad they didn't include it. Yeah, I have a lot of glee feelings, but... What would you name this Riverdale podcast, Panda? I don't know. It would have to be something really stupid because there's a lot of stupid stuff that I could pull a name from in Riverdale. That's fair. You could call it Rivertail. <laughs> okay, I'm going to just go with that. <laughs> Rivertail. Welcome to Rivertail. You have a podcast idea real quick so we can actually pretend like we did an episode today. 
Uh, excuse me, we did. I ranted. That's all that matters. <laughs> Are you asking me if I have a podcast idea? Yeah. Okay, so I had this bad boy in the vault for a moment just like this. Um, what about an emoji podcast? Please explain. So, what if every episode is talking about a different emoji and all the ways to use it? And, like, for instance, the whole emoji has become very important to oh, me recently. Oh, God, no. No, please. <laughs> Not again. But, like, I mean, for instance, like, everybody uses, like, the B emoji, you know, for, like, memes and stuff like that. And that clearly wasn't the intended purpose of that emoji at all. Or the eggplant emoji. The eggplant emoji. Like, you know that emoji where it's like, the t- I'll send it to you so you'll know what I'm talking about. It's like the two circles and they kind of look like the Duolingo owl's face. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what can you use that emoji for, lads? You know, I thought this was kind of ridiculous when you first said it, but actually there are a lot of emojis that I have no idea what they are supposed to represent it can workshop people using their emojis like why do we need both a girl and a boy genie emoji like for instance the leg the leg emoji i purposely use to piss people off (laughs) instead of the arm flex emoji i use the leg flex emoji (laughs) i don't know if you've seen me using it but i do use it pretty often on twitter.com but i also refuse to update my phone so I only use it when I'm on, like, my laptop kind of deal. So let's find another good emoji. Like, for instance, we could use the Tengu mask to mean lesbians. Just saying. But Tengu masks have a history of being used as dildos. And I think that should be the international sign of lesbianism for emojis. Because God knows the gay flag is never going to get is never gonna get a lesbian flag involved. So just There's saying. There's a... There's a two girls kissing emoji. Oh, you're absolutely right. Yeah, there's that one. There we go, lads. Lock that bad boy <laughs> into the bank. There's two I girls mean, kissing. There's two girls holding hands. There's you're right. Two they have a family one. Families. Yeah, see, my phone's not updated, so I don't recall. You're missing out on all these great lesbian emojis. Oh, wait. I actually, do I have these little lesbians? There's a selfie oh, I emoji. Do. I do have these little lesbians. Oh, they're cute. They're good girls. <laughs> like, for instance, there's this one, a guy hovering over a hole. What? There's one of a guy hovering over a hole. I just sent it to you. Oh, no, he's jumping. Um, he's jumping. <laughs> I, ba- I can barely see this little man you sent me. <laughs> Teaser, are you going to be okay? I don't know. I didn't realize he was jumping. I literally was like, ah, shit, this guy's floating over a hole. Yeah, that's a shadow on the ground. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. On my phone, he's wearing a hat. Yeah, he's wearing a hat on mine, too. Oh, my God. Okay. I don't know. Are I mean, you going to be okay? <laughs> yeah. I just, I guess I just got a hole on the brain. What can I say? But yeah, I think this podcast can just be called the Emoji Podcast, similarly to how the Emoji Movie is just called 
the emoji movie. I'm so glad you said that because I was literally thinking the exact same thing. Oh, thank God. Okay, cool. I think it's time we wrap this bad bitch up. If you would like to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at Fresh Pod Market. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can do that at Mpandanata. Where can they follow you on Twitter, Teresa? You can follow me at Vicuna, V-I-C-U-N-A-D. If you have some fun ideas for us, you can go on our Tumblr, which is Fresh Podcast Market, which I have not updated in a while. I apologize. Or you can email us at freshpodcastmarket at gmail.com. If you like to support the show, we have a Kofi where you can donate to us for is it three dollars at a time? Yeah. Yeah. That's ko-fi.com slash fresh podcast market. And was that all our things? No, we have our producer Jimmy, who is at Jimothy Jam on Twitter. He also does our theme song, which is Cul-de-sac Sunset. You can find his music at hopefully not bad lib on soundcloud.com. And I believe that is it. Yes. Thank you for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market, Teresa. Thanks for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market, Pant. Everybody, it's time to hover over a hole. Have a good one. Is that why you started laughing? Because you were thinking about that emoji again? Yeah.